that are alive, you are coming with me. He wants to be good little boys now so we can fight some more for them in the future. Some more they'll decide on. We'd rather fight our own war right now. Without further ado, it's time to start running! I see three of them out there. Get the one in the middle. Right! Get the one in the middle. Welcome to the party, pal! Apparently it's rusted junk and we're looking at it. Hello, and in a special edition of Rusted Junk, we are diverting from action films, and we were looking at the 1986 film Three Amigos, starring Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Let's ride! The Three Amigos. They were the biggest stars of their day. The Three Amigos are history. But that was yesterday. Look, boys, I know showbiz. There's something always turns up. Telegram for the three amigos. say we do have a special guest and the reason why we are not doing an action movie is because we were going to do a Christmas movie but then Amy said I'd like to join in and I'd like to do the podcast with you because it is Christmas but I'm not going to do a Christmas film I'd like to see where one of my favourite clips comes from and what film it comes from which is My Little Buttercup which we'll get to but we are doing The Three Amigos because Amy wanted to do it introduce yourself Amy um, I'm Amy. And who are you? And hello. <laughs> um, She's our daughter, by the y- way. Yes, sir. Uh, Those not regular listeners. And uh, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It, it was, it was funny. But then again, it was, it was quite, quite. Um, I wouldn't say serious. It was quite. What's the what's the word? I don't know. I don't know. It's quite. Uh, just yeah. 
Okay. Funny, but... Funny, but serious. Well, there you go. There's a, a, a budding... Thing. Budding uh, thing. career in, in film reviewing. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's, uh, how was it? Well, I, I, I laughed, but uh, also f- cried as well. Um, so what would we give it out of ten, then? Uh, probably, like, an eight. An eight? Of course, that's high. Okay. I didn't think you were thinking it was like an eight. You were, no. you were all, all over the place. You, I didn't think you were... But okay. no, eight. eight. Eight's great. Eight's great. Fine. Eight is great. The two points I would like... Oh, we'll get, to, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the points. To improve what? Oh, well. Oh, well, yeah. In fact, you can go after after I score. You can tell us why you think that how it can be improved. And that'll lead us nicely into the film. What would you give it out of ten? I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, wow. Okay. So, it's better than Bloodsport. Yeah. It's better than the... Bre- well, in your world, it's better than the Breakfast Club. Yeah. No. Anyway, right. <laughs> well, on that, on, on that note, um, I'm going to give... Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah, seven and a half. Oh I think that's goodness. a nice, comfortable place to, to do it. Oh, wow. Um, and I'll go into why um, after... When we get into the film... But Amy, go on. I'm dying to know. How would you improve it? Um, I think there was a lot of guns. Uh, well, let's just say it was, Sh- shooting. It, it was a western. Yeah, whatever. Um, I think it, <laughs> I think there should be more like singing in it, and dancing, and okay, so happy moments. There were, there were some, quite a few happy moments. I know. Okay. Just, all right. Well, like, you just preferred more singing and more theatricals. Yeah, because they thought they were doing a show and stuff, so like it'd be more, it'd be a bit more exciting. No, no. Next Christmas we'll do pitch perfect <laughs> or flash dance. No, you can't watch flash dance. Oh, no, unfortunately, no. you can't watch flash dance. That's Got a lot, lot of stuff in there for you. Yeah, a bit like Saturday Night Fever. Everyone goes, "Ooh, that's great a disco movie." No, no it's it an eighteen. <laughs> Well, I would give it uh, the reason why it's only seven and a half for me um, is just simply because I think the last bit goes on a bit too much. The last bit just goes on a little bit. Too, it's it's almost like it's ten minutes too long. That like the rescue bit, it just seems like it's a bit laboured. Yeah, the top. I think so. Yeah, but but look, when we get to roll call, it will be you know. A litany of great comic films that these three share between them. So, I mean, th- their performances are are fantastic. In fact, everyone's performances are great. There's nobody that isn't isn't good. Um, but yeah, I just I, I guess I think I had one of these class one as I had fonder memories, but I always I'd still always remembered the the same lines. I remember the turtle. Um, I remember the tortoise. tortoise turtle. It's a turtle actually. Uh, apparently, which should the, be a tortoise, according to well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a turtle according to the, uh, to the it's film. It's a tortoise because turtles tortoise. live in water. No, it's it's a okay, well, it's a tortoise. There's, there's maybe it's a tortoise. That doesn't sound like a real word anymore. I know it's weird, isn't it? You say something far too many times. Tortoise. Right. Anyway, this is not an English language <laughs> podcast. We're not going through pronunciation on it. And much as I would love to, but um, yeah, just so, just for me, it was just a. Um, the comic performances are great. Um, there are lots of 
memorable things that I'd, that I'd uh, remembered, especially the chance they had to make at the Singing Bush. But we'll get to that in a moment. Um, what about you? Why, why, uh, why a seven? Well, I thought, because I'm not a huge, you know that, I'm not a huge fan of Steve Martin movies. I don't know why, but still. But um, I, I enjoyed it because it made me laugh. It kept my attention. Um, some of it was cheesy, but I've never actually seen it, funnily enough. Yeah. So this was the first time I'd seen it and I thought it was a really good film. <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the jokes are obviously aimed at adults even though it's actually a PG yes um, but uh, yeah I think you know bar those it's a good family film yeah yeah I would say yeah I would say so so good choice Amy then in that case yeah um, yeah there we go well do you know what before we get into the film um, how about we do a bit of roll call should we do that okay okay yeah. so right here we go it's time for roll call Roll call. Okay, so roll call. So we've got Steve Martin, and we've done Steve Martin before. I always like to play a little game. Can you name me three Steve Martin films? Oh, Roxanne. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one that we haven't done on the podcast. That's yeah. good. That's a great start. Um. Maybe two we've done on the podcast. Um. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, God, Dirty, rotten scoundrels. Shut up, yeah. you. <laughs> How are you joining? Um, Come on, chip in. There is another one. one. Third one. Yeah. We haven't done two with him, in. We have done two. Have we? We have, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to, for the purposes of we'll be here all night, otherwise. Give me a clue. Um, I want my car right flipping now. Nope. Okay. Plain Strange and Automobiles. Oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Obviously left an impression on her, but still. There we go. Yeah. So, yes. Obviously remembered it. So, I found out that Steve Martin started as um, a regular sort of doing sketches on the Sonny and Cher comedy hour. I missed that when we did the previous two. Um, then he was in the Beatles film, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, and then he was in the Muppet movie. And he's classed in the Muppet movie, the original one, back in 1980, mm. or 1979, um, as Insolent Waiter. <laughs> which makes me want to go back and watch the Muppet movie now, or just at least YouTube it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I know we've said this before, but for those new to us and, and haven't Steve Martin uh, heard the roll call, I'm a massive fan. Uh, the Man With two, two Brains, Amy, we've got you here. Um, Man with Two Brains, do you re- remember anything from that? You haven't watched it, but can you remember the one thing? Uh, a poem, perhaps? Nope. Pointy Birds? Pointy Birds? Yeah, what's it go? How does it go? Um, you know this. Go on. Pointy Birds, what are you on about? Oh, Amy. Oh, oh dear oh, me. Oh, God. Pointy birds, pointy pointy, anoint my head, anointy ninety. You used to say you, that. You used to say it all the time. Anyway, right. Oh, well, there's there's both of my girls with memory memory loss problems. It's like watching Inside Out in real life, isn't it? It is really. You just forget it. Um, <laughs> just like the, the pointy pointy bird islanders 
demolished in her in her head. Uh, anyway, Man with yeah. Two Brains is fantastic. Um, as is Steve Martin playing the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, another th- another film with the singing singing plants. I think I'm sure that's in trivia time. Um, what rating's that film? Little Shop of Horrors. Hmm. P P G. Would it would it be suitable? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. But it's a bit. I mean, it's a little dark towards the end, but not not mm. too much. Nothing that you've, nothing that would be any concern. I'm ten now. Well, <laughs> wow. a whole big what can happen? Don't, oh, well, God. exactly. Yeah. You just get older. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't go any younger. No. 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 Nobody does. Nobody does. No. Um, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Um, Parenthood Parenthood I watched a couple of weeks ago um, and I forgot how good some of those performances are but how it's just not a good film Um, uh, LA Story uh, which is brilliant and I've still got to get you to watch LA Story but it's 1992 so it's not part of that but but if you're not a Steve Martin fan you're going to drag you kicking and screaming but LA Story is is definitely the one I would check out but Father of the Bride I think Father of the Bride we should do between, as, as in we should watch as a family, between Christmas and New Year. Because it's Steve Martin, but Martin Short, again, who played Ned. But he's it, it's so funny. It is just, <laughs> he plays Frank, the wedding planner. And he is just the, one of my favourite comic creations of all time. So yeah, Father of the Bride. And yes, spoiler alert, there's a sequel to it. So you get to see two films. Um, so leading quite nicely onto that, Martin Short, um, Three Amigos was his first film. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, and it's one of those things because you think Martin Short's been in loads of things. No. Okay, well, all right, okay. No. You think if you follow 80s films, he's one of those people that goes, oh yeah, Martin Short, oh yeah, he's always been around and he's always done stuff. A lot of people might remember him from Inner Space. Yes, I remember that. Okay, and that was a good film. It was all right. Hmm. Bit weird. Absolutely. But then he made other films like Pure Luck and didn't really make anything. Yeah. He popped up in a TV show uh, called Damages, uh, which was Glenn Close and the woman from the woman from Bridesmaids uh, that played the competing bridesmaid. I can't remember her name now. But anyway, that was that was a really good series, and he played a lawyer in that. But he teamed up with. Um, Maya Rudolph from Saturday Night Live um, and they had a show called Myra Marty and that was on like five, four or five years ago and Steve Martin used to drop in on the show <laughs> and it was really funny some of the sketches are a bit hit and miss but the ones that really were hits are fantastic so yeah uh, Martin Short um, I love him I just think he's great but you, you, you haven't seen him in Father of the Bride and that's why I love him so much Chevy Chase are we going to go for two are we going to go for three Chevy Chase films oh no Okay, <laughs> that was short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, Caddyshack, which is on the list of ones to do when we mm. get to comedy. Definitely going to do Caddyshack. It's just fantastic. Oh, was he in National Lampoons? There we go. What's it called? Christmas, va- Christmas Christ- Vacation. You can have Christmas Vacation, you can have Vacation, Christmas you can have European Vacation, and you can have Vegas Vacation. Oh, there we go then. Yeah, you can have, so there you go. you got all three of them just by saying Vacation. Four. Four. Well, no. no nobody remembers Vegas Vacation. No. still... <laughs> Uh, but he was also in Fletch. Uh, he was in Spies Like Us with Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Funny Farm. Uh, he was also in Saturday Night Live. So one of the things that sh- that's kind of like shared is, you know, Saturday Night Live, pe- 
some of these people appear in Saturday Night Live, and that's where they come from. That's oh, where he's been in famous. the the the, uh, the film. Are you about to say the thing? If you say with... this, I'm going to go nuts. I'm going to think if you guess this one. No, the film oh. with the guy that plays Thor talking about his faucet. His faucet. Are you talking about Hot Tub Time Machine? No, I'm oh, talking. That's what I thought you were going to say. I'm, I'm talking about up. the family that. La, da, 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 oh, da, when he played his, da, da, played, da, da. yeah, he played the same yeah. one, Vacation. Oh, is that what it's called, Vacation? Yeah. He, okay. Uh, whereas the, the Rusty Griswold has, been, has, um, has grown up. Yes. Yeah. And he plays himself. He plays Clark Griswold. Yes. Uh, has the, I remember the movie. There Woo-hoo. you go. The faucet. Well. The faucet. Best timing like ever. Anyway, Chevy Chase in the 70s was in Saturday Night Live. He was in 36 episodes. Um... Okay, last two. Uh, we won't go through them all. Uh, Patrice Martinez. She was the woman that was basically recruited the three amigos. <laughs> what do you think she starred in after that? I don't know. Some. Um... You think she's got quite classical, good, yeah, you know, quite quite nice, you know, good looking, or very, you know. An American drama. Nope. She hardly did anything. The, the only thing of note hmm. that I could bring up. And I'm really sorry, Patrice, if you're listening to this just by Doubtful. accident. Well, you know, we do know that, um, what do you call it, uh, Robert Downey Jr. listens to this podcast. No, he doesn't. Well, you, that was just silly. you convinced me. You were the person that told me that, that he was, so. Um, she yeah, played, Mum. She played the receptionist in Beetlejuice. I don't remember that. Well, do you remember Beetlejuice? Yeah. She played the receptionist in Beetlejuice. Well, I don't remember the whole film. Oh, there you go. thought she might have been in a ballet, probably. No. Um... The John Lovitz. Now I love John Lovitz because I think he's great. Who's that? He was the guy from Friends, but he he played the studio executive. He played one of the, oh, the people yeah, yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So John Lovitz is Tartlets. 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 Yeah, the the, the stone guy <laughs> that 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 comes to try Monica's stuff. Yeah. Let's not, Food. Let's not talk right, about let's... that too much. Um, but he's also in one of your favourite films. Can you remember him from Matilda? Do you remember what he was in Matilda? Wasn't one of the FBI guys, was he? No. Going to need some FBI guys. It is Christmas after all. I just had to get that um, bit in. What's that from? Die Hard. Okay. Uh, okay, he was, was the Matilda? host of the Million Dollar Sticky he was the game show host of the show oh. that they were watching. Oh, ah, cool. I, I, I saw Let's Matilda. Get I, I, sticky I, I, with Mickey. There you go. You oh, see, no more than Lord. I do. See, <laughs> she's, 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 a, she's, she's a, your prodigy. I'm off. Exactly. She's a me in waiting. It's great. Blimey. Um, oh, so friends. And, and, and who <laughs> who did you like know from like the the credits on before we'd even watched the film? Oh, um. Randy Newman and what did you say? You got a friend of me. Okay, crikey. <laughs> it's awful one. I think it's And the I was pop. like, what are you doing? Thinking she'd got mixed up with somebody that was actually singing the song or whatever. She was like, Randy Newman did the Toy Story song, Mum. I'm like, what? And then <laughs> you said... He plays... Do you want me to, to tell you? Yeah. He does the voice of the singing bush. No, in the Toy Story. He... He sings You've Got a Friend in Me. There you go. Yeah, but you just said that. Yes, I know, but I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I thought everybody knew that. No. Right, clearly not. No. 
Little does, little does she know. Exactly. <laughs> younger version of you and my girl. Oh, bless you. Oh, anyway, John Lovitz was also in Jumping Jack Flash, which we are going to cover at one point. Uh, Big, he was in A League of Their Own. Um, he, he was in The Producers. And do you know what? As soon as I wrote this down, The Producers, I thought, I've got to watch that again. Because, you know what? At this moment in time, Lord knows we need a bit of smile on our faces. And I promise you... I was not prepared for the big smile that I would have by watching the remake, not the original one with Mel Brooks, but the remake of the producers, Matthew Broderick. It just put a massive smile on my face. It was really good. But he was in Saturday Night Live as well. How many episodes was he in in Saturday Night Live? Twelve. Keep going. Sixteen. Oh, keep going, keep going. Thirty. Up, 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 up. up. Fifty. Keep going. Hundred. Oh, ninety-one. He was in 91 episodes, so he was definitely in Saturday Night Live. Oh my God! Absolutely. Anyway, before the sugar t- before the sugar takes over Amy completely, <laughs> um, that was roll call. So yes, I loved that. Anyway, on to the movie. The brief synopsis of the movie is... Uh, town is under siege in Mexico. Um, uh, woman... Uh, from the town that goes to the the other local town to try and recruit somebody to help her uh, from the evil evil well uh, overlord nearby called El Guapo. Um, she can't find anyone. Uh, she does look. Uh, she does go into the local tavern to try and uh, recruit someone. Um, gets sort of hit upon. It was quite mm. Mm, a bit odd. Um, walks out of there walks into the uh, past the church where they're showing the latest Three Amigos movie all in uh, black and white all painted up Um, and she sees them and she sends a telegram to them in order to recruit them to come and fight for her village Um, it's crossed wires though isn't it it is because she can't send the telegram she wanted because it was going to cost her too much so we had to cut it in half basically with the words (laughs) you are you are great you are great. <laughs> yeah. You are great. 100,000 100, pesos. Um, come and put on a show. Yeah. Um, uh, along with El Guapo. Um, the the infamous El Guapo. Infamous. What does infamous mean? And he goes, oh, it's like... More famous more than famous. Fa- more famous than famous. <laughs> that was great. So, yes, yeah, so she sends his telegram and... Um, it arrives just at the point where they got fired from the Yeah, film. they got fired for asking for more money. And he said, I know show business and something always turns up. And then literally the, the, the guy on the bike just pulls up in front of him and goes, telegram. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, oh, yeah. So um, it, it, I, I thought it would string out them trying to get there, but instantly it then cuts back to the... Um, to the German guy going into the into the taverna, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he walks in and, yeah. Uh, he's, he's waiting for three guys. Yeah. You'll know them. Well, he's waiting. He does. Does he say three? Because there's only two that end up uh, as his mates. He says there will be there will be some gentlemen, some some of my um, cohorts or colleagues or something like that. Friends. Friends. I think he right, said. okay. Yeah. Um, and because he gets hassled by, by somebody, he ends up sh- shooting a few people and uh, 
And he goes, my friends won't be as forgiving as I am. So he said, treat them very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said, J- just tell them the German says to wait here. So he walks out. As he walks out, he goes around the corner. The carriage pulls up with the three amigos all dressed up. And then they go into the... Then they go into the taverna themselves. And because everyone's just clearing up after the uh, people have smashed the tables after the Germans been in there, what happens next, Amy? I think this is one of your favourite things. What's tequila? No, they, when they walk up to the barman. Yeah, they ask. Can we have a beer, please? He goes, oh, we do not serve beer here. Yeah, we only have tequila. They're like, what's tequila? It, it's like beer. It's like beer. <laughs> Oh, d- does it? Is it fattening? Uh, um, you know what? If it's like you have some. Yeah, that's it. They drink it and then they do all these like funny positions, like whoa! whoa. <laughs> oh, if only this was a video camera. Oh, it's brilliant. You know, oh, we, th- just that performance alone, we'd have to think about going to video. But that was great. So yeah, they're like. The, the drink at the tequila is great. It's just the timing. They're all there. They must be counting in the head. And then it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they go, oh, I don't think we know who these people are. And it's like, Dusty, go on to piano. Oh, it's been too long. But anyway, Dusty goes to the piano. And what do they sing? My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. <laughs> yeah, well. My little buttercup. What did you say? Uh, okay. While, while. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're getting me into that. It's fine. you got to discuss. you got to watch it. For the, the context is these people are all so scared that we'll do whatever they're going to do. And they just feel like they have to participate and for fear of being shot. Um, but meanwhile, the three amigos are completely oblivious because they think they're coming here to do a show. Put on a local show with a, with El Guapo, who's obviously quite famous because uh, he's, so famous. he's, he's infamous. infamous. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, it was great. It was like, um, I mean, because they walk in there, he goes, "Oh, I can't believe it. there's nowhere to stay in this place. I could kill someone." And everyone's like, draws a chair. Yeah. It's like, but he's just saying oh, off the back. No was, hotel. No. Absolutely. So. Um, he finds the uh, the senorita. I've, I've forgotten her name. What was her name? I wouldn't mind. We've only just watched it. Penny Pandora. But, well, let's call her the senorita. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then she says, oh, okay, well, I'll take you to my village. She goes into town and they're, they're welcoming them and saying, welcome the three amigos. It's very good that you're here. And Dusty just walks up and takes the piece of paper off and signs it as an autograph because <laughs> he thinks that that's, that's what he wants to do. Um Strangely enough, they're all staying in the same room. They're all staying in the same bed. And they all got there on the same horse. Yes, because she's, she's, she's on a little sort of donkey type thing and, and they're on this horse together. Um, <laughs> I love them sitting there. They've got the whole town out and they're sitting there around the table and Dusty's trying to eat a, a, like, a, like a tortilla. And he's trying to, he's trying to do it. And basically all the food's falling out and he doesn't do it. He says, excuse me, have you got anything else to... Have you got anything apart from Mexican food? <laughs> I just thought it was, uh, thought and it was a good And everyone just line. like stares at him yeah. almost saying, yeah. no, no, we haven't got anything else apart from Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> he said, um, so they're also thinking a thousand, a hundred thousand pesos is going to be a lot of money and they're going to go, what are you going to do with your third? 
and Steve Martin goes, I'm going to drive a real fast car. I'm going to show that studio head that I am somebody in. And Silver car. Silver car? Mm. Oh, go, go on then, Miss, Miss Memory. What does Chevy Chase say? Um, uh, I'm just uh, going to have loads of parties. Oh, yeah, loads, like, of, loads parties of parties. And, and, then, and, things. and then, um, Champagne and... Guy said, "Well, I'm gonna build a homeless shelter," and then the other guys butt in and say, "Well, well, I was thinking that at first, but like, I'll do that first, and then I'll, I'll do that first, car. and yeah. then we'll then we'll get the car, and then we'll do <laughs> then we'll do all that." Absolutely, it's great. Ooh. Anyway, um, three bandits approach the town in, the, in the morning. Banditos. It just came out wrong. Oh my god, she's had too much seven up. <laughs> too much seven up and too much chocolate. Have you, had, have you had dessert yet? No. Dessert? Oh, good lord. What are you talking about? No. Pudding. I had, I had four so chocolates just, though. Doesn't need it. Right, four chocolates and the seven up. That's enough. It really is. <laughs> Otherwise, she's going to blow. I'm going to blow. Anyway, right. So, anyway, the three bandits, the three bandits come to town. They get the three amigos and they thought, right, okay, we've got to put the show on. Um, so so they, they they ride on their horses um, to these three people who are totally bemused by their performance. And they go, mm. we're the three amigos. It's, you know, wherever there is injustice, we will be there. What, what's the line? Did you write it down? No, I just got, we ride, we fight, we love. That, from, the, from the beginning <laughs> of the movie. That'll do. But then they go, ah, you're a son of a motherless goat. Which sounded to me like a bit of a Monty Python style, yeah. style, you know. Um, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. Um, that's kind of Monty Python. Um, but yeah, so these guys, and he says, you go and tell El Guapo that he's not welcome in this town anymore. And, and they just ride off. Um, and they're like, right, okay, we're going to have, we're going to have to tell him about this. So they go back and the town celebrates because they think that they've got rid of they think they've got rid of it and the, the, the three amigos have done the thing they still think they're part of an act and they're going to get paid at some point <laughs> and they're going to ask for money um, my favourite line is um, the the woman talking to Ned talking to Martin Short uh, sorry talking to um, Dusty. Dusty yeah and what was the line you can take me on a walk and you can kiss me on the veranda mm, no your lips will be fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah lips will be fine <laughs> it, was, it was good it's really good um, so it gets back to El Guapo that there are people in town and he needs to go so he goes right I'll come with my man he said we will go and ride they go there and obviously they go there in the morning and they've all got really sore heads from all the tequila and the drinking <laughs> that they've had and they go oh and El Guapo's here he said and he's brought 50 men and they go, oh, right, okay. Well, I wasn't thinking of doing a performance this early, but all right, let's go. <laughs> um, so they do. <laughs> but the, but the, tr- the trouble is, is uh, <laughs> and I think it's uh, it's quite funny, it's, the, it's that moment of realisation that it's not, <laughs> this isn't, this is for real. He's firing, um, not firing blanks no. from the gun, he's firing real bullets because it he, hits Steve Martin That's right, he goes, these guys are funny, just kill one of them. <laughs> Right, because they're putting on a, like a little show and saying, you know, son of a motherless goat again. Mm. Um, and yeah, so he gets shot. And then what you see is Steve Martin turn around and go, um, guys, this is real. And then they start crying uncontrollably. Because <laughs> they're, they're going to die. 
<laughs> yeah, because they think it's all, yeah. So basically, they plead for their lives and, and they get away with it and they ride off. Um, and El Guapo sort of raises the village, doesn't he? He puts it yeah. on fire. He yeah. blows up the, blows up half the church. Um, Very violent. Well, yeah, but it was, uh, you know, it's a western. You didn't see much. You didn't no. see much. You see more in Marvel films than you will. Gotcha. More, well, yeah. Okay. So they, the three amigos run off on the horses. That's right. Yeah. And then they come back. After it's all been decimated, yeah. So they could, yeah. They, they come back, and then that's where Martin Short draws a line. Draws a line. What does he say? Are you either men or mice? That's right. So they persuade them all um, to then to then come back um, to then go and, and rescue uh, the senorita, um, and. <laughs> When they get to the, they it's obviously a film set. I mean, it looks you know like it looks like the film set from Blazing Saddles. I don't know if that was intentional. Campfire scene. The campfire. Oh, scene, that's yeah. amazing! It's oh, great because because um, Martin Short's uh, fallen asleep. Has he fallen asleep and then he wakes up because he thinks he is a coyote? Yes. Right, and Steve Martin like gestures to Chevy Chase. You need to start playing something. <laughs> so he starts playing and they sing Blue Shadow. <laughs> Um, which I thought was which I thought was great. And then, and then the, the, the well, the, the animals t- the start tortoise. coming out and coming coming yeah. towards them, and like just like relaxing. And then, the, what do the what do the horses do? They sing as well. They yeah, sing. <laughs> singing horses. And then, and then at the end of the song, the the uh, what's it called? The tortoise, tortoise. Yeah, he goes. Because they all say good night to each other, and then the daughters go, "Good night, Ned." <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Um, but they come up with a plan. They've got to find the singing bush. They've got to fire into the. They've got to recite something, and then they've got to fire into the air, and that summons the invisible swordsman, <laughs> who who will help them. Um, <coughs> so they do. <laughs> they go. To, they go and uh, find the singing bush. At this point, um, and the singing bush is Randy Newman. Yes. Yeah. But just singing, the, but it wasn't singing that though, unfortunately. <laughs> no. It was a bit above the time. But it's like she'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain. Anyway, they all do their they're reciting the thing, and that's funny because that's where I've forgotten Steve Martin's, and we'll get to that in trivia time because there's a reason why his is the way it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was. I'd, I'd love that bit but what Dusty does is he cocks his gun to like 45 degrees instead of shooting shoots. up in the air and then he recites his bit and then shoots it and suddenly you hear a thud as the invisible swordsman the invisible swordsman's dead killed <laughs> him and then and then he lifts his leg up and then goes what so it says something like he's definitely dead yeah. that's it yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's actually real it's like the sand yeah. the sand goes dips down when it's the, yeah it's cool but it's th- they're trying to find it because they because of the the singing bush won't help them and because the, 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 the invisible swordsman's dead um, they go right okay well they're lost in the desert they don't know where to go and that you get that great scene with Steve Martin take his water water bottle and he puts, he puts a tiny, a tiny little drop comes out, 
Martin Short empties his water bottle. What comes out, Amy? Find sand! He just gets sand oh, in his eyes. Oh, that must have been horrible. Then, then it cuts to Chevy Chase, who's oblivious to the other two. And he's got his full water bottle and he's dribbling down the side of his thing and he's just like... Washing his mouth drinking out. Drinking washing his mouth out. And then like it all this. run down his chest. And, That's then he, right. and then he throws his bottle on the floor and then... And it's glugging out, isn't it? And then he puts lip, lip oh, balm on. lip balm. <laughs> and, then, and then the other two are like looking at him. It's almost to say, oh, I want that water. And then, and then he offers him... Lip balm? Lip, yeah, lip balm, lip balm. <laughs> lip balm. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do with you. Lip balm? Um, anyway so what happens is they're they're having a celebration for El Guapo's birthday which coincides with the the Germans um, who have now appeared at the town to sell them some guns they they follow the aeroplane that's right that's how they found it the aeroplane's got an insignia of it was the swastika no it's not the swastika it's the cross it's the German cross oh okay um, I'm sure there's a name for it. Apologies to it. We do have a German listener, so apologies. Um, it's probably it's probably not the thing. Should, let's let's go back and can we talk about what the insignia? Anyway, right, uh, fine. Um, it was set in 1916. The film. No, it wasn't. Was it was 1986, <sighs> wasn't it? The film was set in 1916. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was Ferraris in there, and there was a bit of Michael Jackson. Somebody cracked open a Pepsi. Yeah, it was about 86. It's about right. Madonna came in singing like a virgin. Um, but anyway, it was set in 1916. You're mean. I know, I'm sorry. Um, and this is the bit where I thought it kind of like um, stretched out a bit, because they could have done that whole section of them going and being, you know, you've got Steve Martin, they, they all get there and... Martin Short doesn't get captured because he gets He's caught up in the piñatas. with the, the piñatas Chevy Chase makes it all the way to the sit where the senorita's being held hostage um, and just flies through the window and goes into the goes into the cupboard. Um, Steve Martin misjudges the, the length of the rope and just falls straight into the sand in front of everyone. So he's captured and he's chained up. Um, oh, and then the bit, like, the bit, yeah, he's yeah, trying to... Yeah, it's a mechanism where... Yeah, he has best explained it, yeah. He's got, um, so he's, yeah, he's got weights on it, so he has to, like, push forward Mm -hmm. with his legs and his arms, because they're both strapped up, and then he has to, like, push forward, and then then when he reaches the level the first time, he doesn't make it, and then the second time, I don't think he makes it either, and the third time, he makes it, he pulls the lever, and then he's like, oh, yay. Yeah, or releases, doesn't it, and he can get the keys get out Ta-da. so um, uh, D- Dusty meanwhile has tried a rescue attempt he said she says to him what's the rescue plan he goes well it was to get inside he- get inside the fortress and she goes yeah and then what he goes well we didn't really think we'd get that far so we haven't got anything else um, so he she says I'll get the horses and rendezvous at the front yeah okay then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's right, yeah, he says that. She goes, that's a good plan. And then he has a nice smile on his face. Um, <laughs> they're just, they're just uh, I think one of the lines was, how are we going to do this? Is we're just going to have to use our brains. And the other two, Stacey, Martin, the other two go, oh, damn it. Um, so, yeah, so they managed to get free um, there. Um, so 
some some good bits. As they get free, they make it. They find the plane. They escape in the plane. Uh, that's quite funny. You get Steve Martin's um, facial expressions, which is always good. They get back to the they get back to the the village, and then what happens? They say to the village, "What are you good at?" You know, and it almost seems like fighting and and whatever. And they go, "What do they say? What are they good at?" Sewing. Absolutely. So they put them to they put them to task and say, "Sew like your life depends on it." And they dig, they dig some uh, like a big ditch, yeah. and cover it over as well. And then, and then the the, the grandma, um, uh, Ned, Ned is it? Ned comes up to her and says, um, "So like the wind." So like the wind. That was it. And yeah, then yeah. she's just there, like, yeah, just just chilling, just. Ch- doing yeah, no, she's just doing it her own pace. Sewing at grandma it's pace. Fine, it, and it works. So <laughs> snail base. But this is when when they come in, the three amigos launch an ambush with with everybody in the village, and they all the three amigos start appearing out of everywhere. There's like five, six, seven, mm. eight of them, and it turns out that what they'd done is they'd recruited them all, dressed them a bit like the three amigos, and everyone was dressed the same, um, and they sewed they sewed their way out of it. That was their strength, um, and yeah, that was good. And as you heard in the trailer, one of the lines was when they're all they're all there and they don't keep the money Steve Martin goes oh well, I will return one day and she goes why? why? <laughs> <laughs> <What's> <laughs> like, why would you stay here? Um, I seem to have remembered that they stayed I, my, I was all prepared for them I was just thinking well they stayed um, I don't know if they ever made a plan and make a sequel it doesn't seem like a film that need that you could make a sequel no. to so why wouldn't you just have them have a happy ending and they stayed kind of thing but I don't think so so yeah that was it that was Three Amigos you could imagine that they had a happy ending I, I, I would, would love to know they just, have a happy ending just like ending. in the series Unfortunate Events stop reading this book and think that the Baudelaire's had a, had a like a happy ending no oh, so for those people that know what she's talking I know what she's talking about do you yes okay well there we go we're all um, <laughs> whoa, our listeners whoa. won't they'll be like do, do what the who's no I think the Baudelaire's the Baudelaire's such a great name John Landis the last thing on that John Landis the director uh, is famous for some absolutely belting films um, which are a little bit better than uh, probably a little bit more classical than than Three Amigos Um, Animal House The Blues Brothers Trading Places American Werewolf in London and Coming to America Mm. Coming to America we've got to do we can't say the line Oh, we can't say it. we can we can say the line, and I can bleep. We no, we can't say it now. But when we do the podcast, we'll say it, and I'll ble- I'll find a way to bleep it out. It's fine. I've done it before. <laughs> I think I did it once before. Did I? I think I might have done. I hope so. Either that, or I didn't click the this has explicit content <laughs> button. But it's not. If it's just a yeah, it's a tiny thing. Anyway, that's that. So we're going to lead nicely on to trivia time. Are we ready for trivia time? Yep. Yep. Do you want to introduce it, Amy? Uh, no. Okay, do you want to introduce it? It's Christmas. Trivia time. Trivia time. Trivia time. Well, I can't top that. <laughs> I, think, I think we've got to replace the jingle. Which which one do you prefer? Is that a little, like, a little Christmas present for you? <laughs> no, don't bother. <laughs> well... 
I haven't filtered all of the trivia time, but I will be doing. It's fine. Steve Martin was very good using the lasso, wasn't he? He was. He I was. noticed his lassoing skills. Do you want to have a little guess uh, where he learnt them? For the film? No. Oh. No. Uh-huh. He learnt them, his, his lasso tricks, while working in a magic shop in Disneyland as a teenager. Oh, my God. Yep. There you go. And wow. he put it to good use. He was pretty good. He was, He yeah. wrote those three guys, and you're like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, he, he does the rope thing with himself in it as in well. It, yeah. Yeah, and, and like then, the, then the party, it and then he's like... And it goes up his arm, and down his arm again. Yeah, and then he, he swishes it round his, round his body. Yeah, we said well. that, yeah. That's cool. Again, Wicked, if this is it? a video podcast, you can see yeah. Amy trying to swish a... Swish it, an, an invisible lasso. lasso. It looks like I'm trying to swish the one. Do you know what, sweetheart? If this was a video, if this was a video thing, I would now <laughs> Photoshop in a Wonder Woman style lasso onto it. I would, but unfortunately, <laughs> two things wrong with that. One, it's not a video podcast, and two, I'm very, very bad at Photoshop. But apart from that, it sounds great. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg Lord. apparently considered directing the film. Mm. Spielberg. Why? But chose to do, actually that, that bit of trivia doesn't make sense, but chose to do E.C. the Extraterrestrial instead. Well, that was earlier. That was four years earlier. He said in interviews, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I trust this, he said in interviews that his, his choices for the roles would have been Steve Martin for Lucky Day, Bill Murray instead of Chevy Chase, mm. that would have worked, mm. that would have worked, and Robin Williams for Ned. That would have worked. Mm. Spielberg would later direct Robin Williams in Hook. Um, in the scene where the three amigos are trying to... This is only things you would know if you were Spanish. And if you were... Um, if you were Spanish and you were watching it and then you didn't know. Mm. Um, in the scene where the three amigos are trying to sleep into... Uh, sleep. Sneak into El Grappa's fortress and freeze... You remember? Yeah. The, the two guys walking past them and discussing a recipe in Spanish. But you'd only know that if you were Spanish and you just listened to what they were talking about. It's like, yeah, two cups of casted sugar, uh, one lot of cocoa powder. Um, what on earth are you making? What's that? What on earth are you making? <laughs> well, the start of something. Um, the bats. What were the bats actually made from? Uh, crispy cracknel. Anything, Amy? Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, because you could really look like you could make Rice Krispie Treats from bats. Anyway, it's fried bacon. Is it? Yeah. That's very clever. Yeah, I thought so. I bet they fried it within an inch of its life, though, by those things. <laughs> All right, right, now I've got a little quiz for you two. Ooh, quizzy. Um, um, can you... Just don't tip me. Oh, I thought the chair was tipped. Sorry. Um... When they sing the opening song, we are the three amigos. Mm. When they go the three, oh, they hold it. Yeah. How long do they hold the note for? How many seconds? Uh, ten seconds. Any advance on ten? I would say about twelve. Oh, Amy, Amy wins. Fourteen seconds. Oh. Just thought I'd at least put. Look, I do have that there. So yeah. I did sort of. Um, John Lathis said in an Empire magazine piece on the film that it was taken out of his hands in post-production by the studio, Orion Pictures, and heavily edited. Um, it had its first scene cut, for example, for instance. Oh, okay. 
director director John Landis has said of the singing turtle thank you it's not a turtle because turtle needs water says John Landis that singing turtle was my idea it was a desert setting so we needed lots of animals the animals were on set with handlers and wires so they didn't run and I remember the coyote was the most difficult apparently exactly it's it's not a turtle it's a tortoise yeah exactly what do you know what because Oh. There's no water in the desert except for the the last. Well, where did where did just you get his water from then? There must have been water somewhere. No, there, there was a well. There you go then. Turtle in the well. Turtle in the well. That sounds like a euphemism for something in the toilet. The cantina is called the Cantina del Borracho. Do you know what this is Spanish for? I do not speak Spanish and I'm not studying it. So. Canteen of the drunk. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> um, John Landis states, had Martin Short turned down the role of Ned, he would approach Rick, Rick Moranis from Ghostbusters to play the yeah, role. Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. The, ro- the, ro- the voice of Brendan Newman got digitally altered to sing. It's a singing bush, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, John Candy was offered a role in the movie. But turned it down due to scheduling conflicts. I don't know where he would where have fitted would he in. Fit in. Would he have been the bartender? Well, I don't know. I think they would. They would have had to make him one of the. I mean, that that point, you know. Yeah, would have, would have thought know. so. Um, the name of the movie on the billboard in the scene where the Amigos break into the studio to retrieve their costumes. Love that bit. Where Steve Martin's going, trying, trying various bird noises to try and get their attention. Oh, God, yeah. And then in the end, look up here, look up here. Up here, up here, up here. Up here. <laughs> um, that was really good. Um, anyway, they, the it's called The Julian Cavalier. This is also the name of the movie made by Don Lockwood and Lena Lamont in Singing in the Rain. The amount of money that was offered to the three amigos to come to Santa Poco was 100,000 pesos. The Mexican to US dollar exchange rate would have this about a little over two pesos to one dollar. So, just in for inflation, twenty fourteen, this would have netted a fifty thousand dollar. That's that's not bad. That's all right. Just in for inflation, uh, nineteen. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, if each if each two pesos co- cost a dollar. Yeah, well, in, in our in our mm. um, value of money, it probably would be costing about a pound. So half of half of one of that is fifty. There we go. So, so you, each, get, you, get a, you get a nice you get a math lesson. Yeah, Primary right. math. So it is like fifty. 50 well, the school's doing something right. Cause, uh, well, well done, Amy. Cent. Nice one. Whatever you want to call it. Thank you very much. I know we're not we're not American. <laughs> anyway, the you when the amigos say their chance to summon the invisible swordsman, lucky day, Steve Martin chants chants Farley, 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 Farley. <laughs> well done. Thank you. This is a reference to all those people who love Man with Two Brains. To <laughs> the the often hilariously mispronounced name of, of his character, Man with Two Brains, which is Dr. Michael. Hoffer, and nobody can pronounce it. And he goes, "It's very simple. It's hof hoffer." <laughs> I want to watch that day. Um, 
So, yeah. Uh, have I got anything else for you? Um, at the beginning of the movie, when the Amigos get kicked out of the studio, in the background, about four houses down, you see a 1986 car in the driveway. Oh. Yeah, they missed it. It's one of those things. <coughs> so, yeah. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah. One last one. In the late 1980s, a trio of top wide receivers. So, for those who don't follow American football, I don't. Apparently, it's a... it's a, You know, at this point, the nerd alert guys are going, why don't you know American football? So, yeah. Sorry, Joe. Um, but three top wide receivers, Vance Johnson, Ricky Nattel, and Mark J- Jackson who played for the Denver Broncos, were nicknamed the Three Amigos after the film came out. Did they but, do the uh, Three Amigos oh, uh, thing? They might, do you know what? It's more one of those 80s things that they might have done it for the cameras, <laughs> I would have thought. But <laughs> Anyway, there you go. That's the end of Trivia Time. And that is the end of the podcast. Oh. Oh. So, yeah. It's lovely having you, sweetheart, joining us. It Yay. really is. No. I like it. Good. Well, you know... You'll be recording your own soon. What was your favourite bit of the movie? Nah. Um, uh, was it the campfire? Was it My Little Buttercup? Or something else? You know what? I actually liked it when they were drinking out the canteens on the horses. Did okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's the sand just all, okay. all in his mouth. Oh. It's like... Do you know what? There you go. Like, like, like... And then there's a tiny drop of water on the next horse, and then after that, it's like, oh, just a whole full canteen of it. I think for me, it's My Little Buttercup, or where he's trying to get their attention, because I just think that's great. I I actually like the campfire scene, because I'd never seen that at all, and I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you It looked cheesy, but it was, you knew it was cheese. Yeah. But it was funny. Yeah. But it was endearing at the same time. Absolutely. So was that the perfect time to that was the perfect film to watch tonight? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because we've we've been going through a bit of a rough patch, haven't we, with with stuff and you yeah. know, having to stay in and not go out and whatnot. But, but we're making we're having a we're, we're having fun. I've yeah. got so much fun. I can't wait to tell you the Christmas games. I've got a Christmas oh, quiz just, planned. Just what yeah. about the Christmas games because it's just making me more Tempted to like. Well, no, it's going to be. No, no we'll I, know, get excited. I know that excited. I know they're going to be fun, but yeah. like, it's just super fun. <sighs> just waiting up no. for those three days. We'll have a smile. Three lucky days each we'll year. have lovely smiles. I promise. We'll be fine. Oh, we'll be great. Sixty, probably the three hundred and sixty-one or three hundred and sixty-two days that I have to wait each year <laughs> for those Good magical time. three well, days. Don't no just idea. get like three. Happy days a year. You have happy days all. I know. Most yeah, exactly. weeks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Also. Um. Although I did like that scene when hmm. they're drinking out the canteens, I, I still do like what's tequila and my little buttercup. Oh, Just adding it in there because we've seen it so many times and it brings a smile to our face. And now you know That's the context. How I memorized it all. But now you know the context. Now you know because they think that they're the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there you go. Right, so this is a special, uh, this is a special bonus podcast, but I love doing it. So that's what it's about. So normal service, indeed, what is normal service these days? But normal service will be resumed. Um, we will be doing a podcast in between Christmas and New Year. Yes. 
Um, and we'll be doing, cool. oh, finally, we will be doing Rocky Four Because Rocky Four, like Die Hard, is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas Happy movie. Happy Christmas. Surely. Of course it is. How is it Christmas movie? That yeah. where do they where do they where do they where does he fight Ivan Drago? Moscow. In what, a boxing what day? ring. What day? Christmas Day. Boxing Day. Cross Christmas Day. Yes. <laughs> Christmas Day. So Christmas Day, everyone's tuning into the fight. Oh. That's it. Do you know what? That shouldn't be allowed. I know though. I'm jumping the gun here with Rocky Four, but considering the tosh that we've got coming on on Christmas, right? Oh, on normal telly. Yeah. What would I? What would I like? Would I pay per view twenty quid to watch Drago versus Rocky? If yeah, this but was, you've got the DVD anyway. Life? Yeah, exactly. Hmm? You got the DVD anyway. No, but what I'm saying is that if it was the time, people go, oh, "It's weird fighting on Christmas Day and stuff like this." I was like, going, "Well, no, there's only like you know repeats of only fools and horses and stuff like that." You'd rather watch, <laughs> you'd rather watch the fight, wouldn't you? So yeah, they would have made a repeat of the Vicar of Dibley or new Vicar of Dibley, oh, which is equally as rubbish as the yeah. previous. No, lot. not interested. No. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, so we normally say goodbye. Uh, Amy, Mum usually gets the the last bit. So, yeah. but I think Amy gets it this time. No, so, I do the last bit. You can go. Okay, before you go me. in the middle. You'll be the, jam, the jam in our sandwich. Uh, okay. Anyway, so I'm going to say thanks very much for listening. Please get in touch with us on uh, Twitter. We're at Rusty J Pod. If you search for Rusty Junk on Facebook, you'll find our page. And we're Rusty J Pod on Instagram as well. So with that in, I'm going to say cheerio. Jam ham cheese. What? Oh, she's the bit in the middle. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Toodle pip. Oh, dear. <laughs> Help me. Save me. Say, save me somebody. Rusted Junk. Rusted Junk. Rusted Junk. The Forgotten 80s Movies. The Forgotten 80s Movies. <laughs>